It's time for the Fun Size Show! And welcome back to your Fun Size Show, the Fun Size Podcast. That's right, the Fun Size Podcast! And we are back, and we are having fun, and today we are turning the tables on someone. That someone is here right now. Sir, introduce yourself. I am Greg Chittister. I'm glad to be back. I'm ready to win a candy bar. All right. And I'll tell you, you picked a great one the last time, one I really enjoyed. And uh, it was quite tasty. And hopefully this, this song will be a tasty treat. And hopefully some folks have heard about it. And if not, they're going to today, right? That is true. All right. So our little game show here, the Fun Size Show is kind of based on the fun size candy bars. We, we don't want to ruin your meal for other longer podcasts. This one's going to be just right. Like the three bears, Greg and myself, we're going to enjoy this, 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 this fun size show podcast. And like I said, we're turning the table. Last time, I had ten guesses and three questions to try to figure out the mystery artist. But today, like all good game shows, we're turning the tables! And... Today, Greg, you will have ten questions and three guesses to try to ascertain the mystery artist and song. Are you ready for this? I was born ready. Let's All do right. it. All right. Okay. Now, I have logged the artist and song into the panel here. Boop, boop, beep, beep, boop. Lock and load. Here we go. Let's cue that intense thinking music as you pull out question number one, Greg. All right, let's go with the most popular question in this game show. Is it a band, duo, or solo artist? Okay, this is this is kind of kind of hard, right? <laughs> this is a bit of a mix of things in some weird way. They came from a band and started another band, but there's like two main guys that came from the one band that went into another band but but it is a band even though if you had like a reunion tour and only these two guys showed up everyone would go i'm down right okay it's kind of like the stones at this point as long as mick and keith are there right you know okay so it is a band question number two yes uh, I'm going to have to ask, what decade are they most notable for? We're going to play in the 80s today. Like the 80s. There were two times that they were active, though. But the song that I'm picking today is from the 80s. So would... Oh boy. So would you say there's a break between their first um, run and a, a their run in the 80s? Yes. Okay. So that there was a run in the '80s and a run in the '90s, but there was there was like a clear time when they were no more. But then they came back again, and you know how it is. You can't have a and and you know what they say. You can't have a reunion tour if you don't break up. Okay, I have my first my first guess written down. I'm gonna hold on to it. What country are they from? The United Kingdom. Oh, or, the, okay, or the Kingdom of United. No, wait, that's not a thing. Hmm. 
thought you were going to say United States, which would throw off my guess, but I'm still on track. Two main guys. Oh my goodness. Do they have, um, do they? What genre are we, would you put these guys under? Oh, wow. Um, new wave, two tone, but you know, new wave, that literally means everything because you got culture club. You've got the cars, and they don't really sound anything alike, right? Some would even like put the Clash in there and Dexy's Midnight Runner in the specials, right? So that's so like new wave, just like alternative or rock, is so all over the board. So when you say two tone, I'm thinking uh, ska. A little bit, a little bit, you know, like to quote Robert Nero, a little bit, a little bit. All right. I don't. I, I I was going with ABC, but now I'm scratching them out. Um, okay. Question six. Question six. Um, I think you've already said that they're a male group, mm-hmm. um, and they're not active anymore. Kind of thrown that out. Um, did the song have a well-known video in the '80s? I'm going to say yes and no, meaning that there were certain times you could catch it. This wasn't like a super, super big hit, right? Mm-hmm. But I love this song. It was it was on some soundtracks, some movies. Um, it's even been used as a commercial at some point. Oh boy, um, this is not. Uh, can you give me a movie that it was from? It was used towards the end of the films Weird Science and Clueless. Oh, I barely remember. It was featured this. on the former soundtrack and during class in Sixteen Candles, nineteen eighty-four. It also appears in the horror film Devils Do. Need a laptop. Um, I am going to tell you, you're going to kick yourself very hard if you don't get this one. I'm really thrown by the two tone thing because madness, madness would not be two guys, right? An English beat, I don't feel would be two guys. Well, it would be two main guys, is what I'm saying, because it's more. I mean, to their you know diehard fans, the Stones are all five, right? But to like the world right. at large. You know what I'm saying? You have Ranking Roger, and then you have um, Dave Wakeling, mm-hmm. and they're, I think they're both doing their own thing in the English beat. Um, uh, I'm going to take my first guess. Is it the English beat? It is not the English beat. Woo! Um, okay. All right, so two guys that were in a big band prior, which would have been the English beat, they they bailed on that band, and they went with General Public. Second guess. Yes, now you got to get the song. Okay, so it's an English beat song. Man, my mind is blank. Um, well, it's, it's ten... not an English beat song. We established it's General Public. Oh no, no, General Public. I've got tenderness, 
I've got um, it's got to be from that first album too. Um, what was the name of the first album? Um, hand to mouth. You want to take a guess? Tenderness. You won. I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> you see how I was giving you clues that it could be a dance, but these two guys. They crossed yes. over, right? Yeah. You want to tell a little bit of the history of how General Public came to be and where this song came from? Well, my knowledge is really based on VH1's Behind the Music, and if I remember it correctly, it sounded like Dave convinced Roger to take the money and run, and they bailed on the band and went to do their General Public thing, mm-hmm. see if they could cash in on the back catalog and their new stuff. That is my cruel interpretation of General Pollock, of how they came to be. Now, you're a big fan of the English beat, right? Yeah, I like the English beat a lot. Who do you like better? Um, you know, I've seen Dave uh, perform uh, with his band, and it sounds great. So, I mean, because he's the, the main vocal, I like Dave. I like Dave and his stuff. Are you asking me English beat or General Public? Yeah, like if you had to choose, right? Oh, it would definitely be um, English B over the general public for sure. Uh-huh. So Gregory, without further ado or further ado, would you please introduce the song and artist? This is General Public with Tenderness. Uh-huh.
I love this song. Love it so much. I always have. I bought the 45 when it came out. It was one of those things. Remember when 45s were cheap and you didn't know if you could spend that whole 6.99 on an album? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you just and you prayed that the B-side would be worth something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on this great song? I love it. It's a uh, boy. I wish I could listen to it. <laughs> um, the bass is great. The the just the way the words flow. It's really the way he phrases uh, words and lyrics. It's really hard to pick up what he's saying sometimes because he'll he'll chop phrases in half and um, he'll start a phrase and where you think the phrase should end and a new measure begins. It's he's continuing on and. So it's, it was always hard for me to understand what he was singing about until um, Google came along and I could look up the words myself. I love the song. Uh, my heart's like a button. I can't stop pushing it. It's great. Oh, my God. What a great, great lyrics. My head feels light, but I'm still in dark. It yeah. seems like without tenderness, there's something missing. Yep. Wow. And uh, what do you want to call it? The bridge leading up to the chorus? says, I held your hand, rings button on, on that finger. We danced and danced, but I was scared to go much further with it. Just half a chance. Make sure that one night you're here, but next night you're not. It always leaves me searching for a little tenderness. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a great, great written song. But I'm going to give you the best line. Words All are right. so cheap, but they can turn out expensive. Words like conviction can turn into a sentence. Yeah. Damn! That's yeah. Yep. Maybe he should have took the money and run. It yeah. was worth it. <laughs> Whistling in the graveyard, calling up your girlfriend, <laughs> squeezing the telephone like it was her hand. There's so much great imagery in this. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. It's like everything's like, it's not a love letter. It's just a bunch of images he puts in your brain and it, with the melody um, to it. It's just brilliant. So what do you think the song is about? Boy, maybe a relationship that just, it just, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a very dysfunctional set of relationships. I think that he and the woman that he's after are both involved with someone else. And I think that they want each other, but they're still tied by their relationship to the other people. And he's not knowing he's not knowing exactly where he can be safe at, right? Right. But there's all this love and without tenderness there's something missing. Yeah, it's definitely about being you know, committed to uh something to a relationship to another person and just words like conviction can turn into a sentence. So sentence to life and love. Yes, it's a beautiful song. And I love the vocal delivery on this. It's fantastic. Yeah. Now, would you yeah. say the video was pretty big? I don't remember the video at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing that it... Uh, I remember thinking, oh, this is going to be great. And the only reason I heard this, I actually heard it before it was released as a single over here. There was a station on FM which was broadcasting music from the BBC, right? So it was kind of mm -hmm. like what was hip in the BBC, and then like it seemed like seriously, two weeks later it was here. Yeah. Because at the time it was going crazy over there, everything from Culture Club to Duran Duran to Hazy Fantasy and any weird thing that was out there. So that was the 80s, folks. Everything charted. Everything was great. All albums had 
you know, at least four singles on it usually. It seemed like that was the the common thing where that's not like that nowadays. No, yeah, nowadays it's throw them out one song at a time. Mm-hmm. So we hope you enjoyed this treat, this wonderful, tasty song. Do you think folks will dig it? Definitely. I think that there's going to be a lot of people that are hearing this one for the first time, and we hope it left a yummy taste in your mouth. Get up and dance, right? (laughs) For sure. Voices in the graveyard. We want to thank you for being on the show today, Greg, and we we would love to have you come back and and play again sometime. Fantastic. I will look forward to it. Well, you can have another Snickers if you want. I will take a handful. (laughs) That's not fun size. It's... Well, it right. depends. So, for some people, a handful is just right. So, <laughs> But we'll yeah. see you all in the next episode of the Fun Size Show, the Fun Size Podcast, a division of the Pop a Pop Culture Podcast. Boy, that's a mouthful, just like a Fun Size candy bar. Amen. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for playing. And thank you for sharing the show. Everyone share it. Right, Greg? Right. Yep. Easy to do. Yep. Just click and share the love. Yeah. All right, Greg, we want to thank you for being here, and we will see you on the next episode of your Fun Size Podcast. Say, see you, Greg. See you, Greg. And that's our show. The Fun Size Show is part of the Pop, a pop culture podcast network, a concept from the dumbass mind of the podfather, Ken Mills. Any samples of music or TV heard here remain the property of their owners. Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of our staff. If you like something you heard, buy it today. And if you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook or Twitter and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying, remember to make every day fun-sized. That was romantic, right? Passionate, yeah. No, Brony, that was too little too late. Too little? You said it was a good size. When a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. Hey!